Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Marjorie. What is going on? Well, I've been thinking about something just fantastic. Oh, I like to hear about it. Sandy beaches. Maybe mm. sitting by a fire, not mm. on a sandy beach. Not a, Well, you could have a fire on a sandy beach. Or just like laying on my couch for a week. All that sounds delicious. Are you drinking yeah. wine? It'd be helpful because tonight's another wine, wine on, on one. one. Yeah. So today I wanted to talk about vacation. Oh, good. Where are we going? Wherever you want. I'm going on a cruise. It's a great season to think about vacations. It's the perfect time because right now is the time where you want to go ahead and get yourself blocked out for a vacation. Make sure you, you claim that time yes. that you want. And then actually you can plan the rest of your year around that. So you can say, around that. sorry, we can't have our fundraiser this week because I'm going to be on vacation. And they can be like, oh, we'll have it the week before. And you're like, that's perfect. And vacations are so important to not just because you're going to have it use or lose it time for mm -hmm. some people, right? But you really have to recharge your batteries. People mm -hmm. think, oh, I can't leave. I've got so much going on. But then if you actually are able to walk away for a week or two weeks or sometimes even up to three weeks, depending on the nature mm -hmm. of your job. I mean, some people have unlimited PTO. Well, we're not going to go about that. And if you <laughs> want to know about what that hillbilliness, craziness is like, <laughs> check out that episode. Um, but the reality is we don't walk away mm -hmm. and we continue to stress and stress and stress. If we walk away, we come back. And yes, there's emails and things and communication that's piled up. But the reality is we're so much refreshed and it's a good health benefits to mm -hmm. going on vacation. Now, I read uh, in a magazine recently that when you talk about planning a vacation, mm -hmm. it is more healthy and therapeutic to plan a vacation multiple weeks in advance or months in advance than it is to do a let's go to town this weekend. Oh. And the reason that they say that, because some people are like, well, I'll plan one later, like mm -hmm. last minute. It's the planning of it, the anticipation of it, leading up to it, the little details, the, I'm going to buy this outfit because I'm going on vacation. The, oh, I'm going to plan on this restaurant because I'm going mm -hmm. on vacation. It's those things that are actually part of the therapeutic recharging and excitement I for the health that. benefits. That is fantastic. So my best friend and I take a trip every year together. Um, and for the record, I am not invited on this trip. Yeah. Well, it's just the two of us. I know she lives in Madison, which is really and you go far on this away from St. Louis. Fabulous, fabulous cruise. Yeah, right. So, and so two things like first thing. So she is planning this cruise all year. Like we will get off the boat and she's already planning next year. Good, and what healthy we're going to do. They say, yeah. So, Hey Dawn, you're doing something right. So good job. Yay. <laughs> so, um, for a mom of three kids, it's, it's good to hear you're doing something right. Well, yeah. And you probably need something <laughs> to look forward to if you're a mom of yeah. three kids. So, but just this weekend we were talking and she's planning another vacation with her, with one of her kids and, you know, trying to like put that out. So yay. The other thing is that cruise. Let me tell you, this is the only way that I have been able to say, you know what? Phone's off. Like right. I can't be affording all of the international texting and there is all something like very that. glorious about mm -hmm. going on a cruise and being able to say to everyone, sorry, the roaming charges, international charges. I'm just yeah. unplugging. And if, and if somebody wants to like text me or call me and tell me that, oh no, it's not that expensive anymore. I don't care. Like, I don't want to hear any about that. And just for the record, if any of our audience members are employed by a cruise line <laughs> and you would like to sponsor this or future episodes, that'd be fantastic. We would be happy to take your uh, financial compensation mm -hmm. in lieu of some advertising. You know, 501 Crossroads on the 
on the water would be fantastic. Uh, we would totally do that and take that challenge. Absolutely. And we would take multiple cruise lines and compare them and tell you what we're th- what our thoughts are. Absolutely. It seems right on mission. For and us. I believe there are most <laughs> usually bars on most of these cruise ships. There I, are. I have a cruise planned in 2018 as well. Nice. So I've got, uh, many people know that I've got two fantastic kids. They're adorable. Uh, one of them and is my smart. favorite. I don't tell them which one. Okay. And That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know. I can tell. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we have a tradition on my husband's side of the family is when a child graduates from high school or college, we go on a family cruise as opposed to everyone nice. flying in and enjoying the graduation craziness. Which can be really awful. It is. So we all go on a cruise <laughs> together. So we meet at whatever that port of call is and we go on a cruise together. We have kind of an independent cruise in that mm-hmm. we're all doing our own thing, but we all have dinner together on the cruise line. Nice. We get to see each other and catch up. And, you know, my husband's family is spread out all across the country. We've got some in Seattle. We've got some in Arizona. Nice. Uh, we've got some on the East Coast. And so it's kind of nice to bring everyone together for a great cause. So uh, my youngest uh, is graduating from high school conveniently Yay. at the same time, knock on wood, my <laughs> oldest is graduating from college. So nice I've got two work. seniors. <laughs> and so uh, we'll be doing a double, a double show, if you will, on this. And so we've got our so book too. Yay. And it is fun. It's fun to go through and say, what are we going to do this year? And it's a little kind of a golden carrot, uh, mm-hmm. not only for them because they're you know getting senioritis, but for yeah. mom. Yeah. Who's like, okay, we're going to get through this because there's a cruise with, you know, Bahama Mamas. Uh, this is my future. I'm very so excited ready for you. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that last couple of weeks of high school and last couple of weeks of college is, is a lot on kids and on moms. But you know, I have to tell you, it's, it's caused us to have to plan the cruise, mm-hmm. but I really encourage our audience. Don't, you don't have a reason to have a vacation. And I think mm-hmm. we get so tied to our mission and tied to our responsibilities, and especially in the nonprofit world, that we feel almost guilty mm-hmm. on planning time away. Yeah. Like we have to justify it in some way, shape, or form to, I don't know, ourselves or our board or our, our staff that we're going to walk away. And that means I'm not going to answer your phone calls. I'm not mm-hmm. going to answer your email. Even if I do have access, it's not going to happen. Like oh, yeah. we feel it's that guilt that trip. <laughs> and you need to, don't wait for a special occasion to plan a vacation. Now is a great time to get together with family or friends or even just say, hey, I'm doing an independent vacay mm-hmm. and say, what do you want to do? What's that look like? Do you love to be in the mountains? Mm-hmm. Do you love to be in the woods? If so, don't don't call me to go with you, by the way. I'm not a woods person. Mm-hmm. I like the woods uh, outside my window in my hotel. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice place to keep it's the woods. It's a perfect place, the woods. The <laughs> bugs live there, the animals yep. live there, and I don't have to be there. Um, and, you know, do you want to be skiing on mm-hmm. the water or in the snow? Do you want to be by a beach? Like everyone mm-hmm. has their favorite and you're thinking, as I'm saying these words to you, I can feel it. Your shoulders are dropping. Mm-hmm. You're smiling. You're like, I want to do that. But wait, you know, we work in nonprofit. How mm-hmm. do we find planning ahead, working with the right travel agent, using, knowing the system on how to follow the right, you know, cruise line specials mm-hmm. or looking at peak times. Everyone can afford a vacation, even if it's, as you reference, putting your feet up and having a staycation. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you explored museums in your hometown? And that's a fabulously fun thing to do. It is, is to do all those things that you would take people, like your tourist people on yes. and like actually getting to do them and exploring them and really enjoying them. And then, and maybe it's those things that are a little bit not the thing you always do. Mm-hmm. So like for us, we're in St. Louis. And um, how many times have you been up in the arch? Oh my gosh. I think the last time I did that, Eric's family was in town maybe 12 yeah. years ago. Okay. See, and it's been a long time for me too, but most of the people I know in St. Louis have been like, oh, babies, basically a hundred times. And then you might ask how many times have you been up just like you and your spouse or just, just you. And it's like zero. 
Well, so, we have this huge uh, brewery. We have lots mm-hmm. of actually breweries lots and wineries in this area, but mm-hmm. Anheuser-Busch is centrally located with it's one of their tour. main spots in St. Louis. Fantastic tour. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's the little things. Now, I will caution you. Here's some things that you need to remember when you're doing staycations, Marjorie, because mm-hmm. I know you're a fan of staycations. I, I do love to just lay on my couch for a week. You need to commit to that <laughs> and commit hard to it. Uh, and what I mean by that is... Most nonprofit executives, especially, are multitaskers at heart. Mm. Like, we like to be productive. It feels awkward to be just sitting there, you know, live streaming a bunch of episodes of Breaking Bad that we haven't seen. Check. Done. Okay. (laughs) Last vacation, actually. (laughs) There you go. See? And so you'll be like, oh, I'll just do a load of laundry. Oh, I'll just clean out this closet. Oh, Mm -hmm. I'll just... Because we think, why waste, quote unquote, this Mm -hmm. time, right? If you're going to staycation it, Plan your staycation like you would plan your vacation. Mm. Put your things in there that you want to do. Now, if some of what you want to do is that linen closet that's driving you crazy because the pillow hits you in the head every time you open up to get new sheets. That could be therapeutic. That could be therapeutic, (laughs) right? But plan your vacation, your staycation like Mm -hmm. you plan your vacation. That's a huge tip for those of us who are doing staycation planning. And I would say the other thing with staycations is... One of the things that I fall into a lot is if I know that my vacation is going to be, well, I'm going to be at home and I'm going to be around and stuff, I have a real temptation to say, oh, yeah, I can totally do that, that phone call for this this meeting. Or I can, yeah, I can bop in. We let in. it seep in. It does. And then all of a sudden you've got like four appointments on your vacation that are work-related. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to vacation? I may as well work. The whole point of having a vacation is to check out. And that means not just on your email. Mm-hmm. But also on your phone, emotionally, you need to check out, right? Mm-hmm. You check out of the drama. Yep. And for some people, they can do that with a staycation. For others, they feel like, especially if you live in a small town and your nonprofit's in a small town, you've kind of got to the point where you know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Staycations, going out might be a challenge mm-hmm. because you feel like perhaps you're always on. Well, how can you recharge if you're still on? Mm-hmm. So plan your staycation, but plan on doing things that are not going to interact with your main donor base. It yeah. would be a good reference for me. Another great thing is to is to schedule time with your friends that are not work friends. Yeah. Do you have any of those? I used to. Okay. I'm not sure I have a ton of them anymore, actually, now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it. But, you know, those people that you actually enjoy hanging out with, that you, you are not going to get work done with these people. They're, oh, yeah. We're Facebook friends. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> those Facebook friends that you barely ever see because yes. they, you don't work with them. Contact those people. Have lunch with them. Do something nice. I have you know. a cousin who is uh, getting married in 2018. We're very excited for her. She's having a super, super small wedding. She's putting the the in small. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> she is inviting her sister and her sister-in-laws uh, out. And we're going to be looking at her wedding dress and picking oh, her wedding dress out. And she uh, reached out to me and said, I know it's just my sisters and sister-in-laws, but you and I have always been close to cousin. I really want to invite you and you know your family to the wedding. Um, and would you come out that weekend and help us wedding dress shop? Oh, like you're going to say no, right? Yeah, you're and, in. <laughs> and now here I am, you know, and I'm like, we're going to go and I'm planning everything <laughs> out. And it, there's something just about knowing that you're making plans mm-hmm. to have a vacation. Even if you are like me and you love a really tight schedule, some people want to plan mm-hmm. on doing nothing. Yeah. I'm a, I'm one of those people that plans two things per day for a vacation. And then I have this list of things that, hey, it would be really cool if we did these things. Oh, wow. And we do the one or two things and maybe we take a nap or maybe we'll do one of these other things or maybe we find out that there's something else fabulous and do that thing. So now we've talked about my self-proclaimed OCD on the show before. So this (laughs) is not anything new, right? Let me tell you how I used to plan vacations before I met my (laughs) husband and shortly after I met my husband until he said, we will not do this anymore. (laughs) I I opened Excel. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
first mistake. Well, actually, I do use Excel. For I opened Excel. <laughs> and across the top, I would put the days that we would be on vacation. Mm -hmm. And down the side, I would put starting about 7 a.m., hour oh. by hour, until approximately 9 p.m. Was like a lot of that time like nap? No, no. And I would block in exactly what we were doing, if we were driving, if we were traveling, when we were going to go for lunch, when we were going to go for dinner, where we were going, do we need reservations, what plane time this is open, what time this is open. And when we left, it was color coordinated and there was copies for everyone, including my four-year-old at the time, <laughs> who's now 17, uh, on what we were doing. And I realized several things. One, this was my version of planning, which no one else appreciated. So mm -hmm. no one else wanted a copy. Two, it stressed me out more mm -hmm. when we went to go to some place that didn't work for us. or mm -hmm. we had to, God forbid, change plans like in the middle of the day, right? Yeah. Or and you saw something cool that wasn't on the list. You know, that was not optional. When I, when you traveled, oh, no. that was like, no, I'm sorry, that's not on the list. We'll have to put that on for next time. Like it was, <sighs> I was limiting our fun, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I also knew that that stress was carrying over to my family when my child who, um, I think Zach was probably eight or nine when he came over and he looked over my shoulder when I was working on our itinerary mm -hmm. uh, for vacation. And he said, mom, on this day, we haven't scheduled lunch. And I said, well, buddy, we're traveling starting around 10 a.m. and we won't get there until about two. So somewhere in there, we'll figure out a good spot to stop. And he goes, but can you put on the list travel and lunch so that we don't forget to have lunch? Because we need to have it on the itinerary. <laughs> and my husband looked at me and went, and that's your child. That's what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, oh, maybe that's over planning. So, so you, you brought it back a bit. I have actually on our 10 year wedding anniversary, my husband and I went to Hawaii and he asked me, for his, he would give me a gift, but in return, the gift he wanted was me not to plan the vacation. Whoa. It was the most challenging, and I'm not being facetious, most challenging vacation I ever took. Mm -hmm. And it was fabulous. Yeah. See, now and you mentioned then, planning I'm the cruise. Relaxed. I don't plan our cruise. Like, So what happens when you get your itinerary slid underneath your door? Do you go through and like circle all the things you want to do and put yeah, them in your like, phone? The night before we like go oh. and we're like, oh, these things would be fun. And then we're like, oh, it's two o'clock. You want to go to the thing? And we're like, yeah. no, nah, I don't want to do the thing. So I want to stay in this pool. My first cruises, I did that. <laughs> my first cruises, I was like, oh, we're going to look at everything. And I would say, out of the pool. Here we yep. go. Everybody go. Now I'm like, ah, you know, I'm, ha I'm having a margarita. I'm okay. Yeah. We're, do we really want to do that? Oh, we don't? Okay. Yeah. I'm all right with that. And sometimes there are like two or three things, again, we really want to do. Right. But I think do that them. comes to do from that personality we have as nonprofit management, mm -hmm. that we want to be overachievers, that we want to keep everything super mm -hmm. organized, that we have to keep everything kind of, you know, enclosed. And mm -hmm. so it, it's tough, yeah. but it is a great season to be thinking about vacation. So here's a couple of tips. Figure out what really motivates you mm -hmm. and what you are naturally drawn to. And if you don't know how to do that, Google it. There's mm -hmm. great quizzes that are out there that'll tell you like your ideal vacation. So if you haven't oh, yeah. figured it out yet, that's a great thing. Sometimes people like other people to plan it. That's what you have travel agents for. If mm -hmm. that's what you want to do, just go in and they'll help you pick something sporadic and different. Do you want to stay local? Do you want to go somewhere in the continental U.S.? Do you want to go overseas? Because each of those has a different level of planning. Yeah. And you'll need to make sure that you are prepared for that type of investment, not just financially, but the planning investment. I know people mm -hmm. who say, I would love to go to Europe and fill in the blank of the mm -hmm. country or city, ah, but it's a lot of work. I'm just not investing that much time and effort in doing it. Like I could, I, you know, it's, it's euros and I'm okay. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> they just don't want to mess with it. It's a lot. So you just kind of need to know what your comfort zone is. And then second, are you a single traveler? Do you like to travel alone mm -hmm. or does that give you more anxiety and you travel, 
rather travel with a group or friends or family and, or just the family <laughs> why you're leaving, <laughs> like figure these things out. And so once you start putting together your, your basics of how you want to travel and who you want to travel with, then start looking at your schedule as a nonprofit executive or volunteer or board member. Mm-hmm. When are your blackout dates, mm-hmm. right? When are... You know when you can't leave. You know when you can't leave. Like, you just know it. And it might be the funnest time to go in per se, but you you know what your responsibilities are. So we yeah. still have to if be If you're a adult. fundraiser, don't leave between the week between Christmas and New Year's. So your money's coming in then. And you know, you know it is, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know your donors are expecting you to be there. And if that's when you want to go... You need to have a crucial conversation, I would mm-hmm. think, then with probably your executive director to see if there's a way that maybe that duty can be shared during mm-hmm. that time frame. But you're going to be sw- going to miss swimming in cash day, so you, that's fine. You are swimming in cash <laughs> day is so much fun. Uh, for one moment, your nonprofit feels like it's doing really well. <laughs> um, so, you know, write things down, mm-hmm. write ideas down. When you see things uh, that are advertised either in a book or a manual or a magazine or a television show, write them down and and. I always keep like a vacation basket or manual or binder of things that I saw that I liked. I know it's organized. so weird, guys. I know. (laughs) But then I'm like, man, I want to do something. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want? Ever have that just with someone else or maybe even with yourself? So, and that's why I love to travel with people I know really well is because I know that if I want to do something, I can say, hey, I want to do this thing. And I know that they will, they feel free to veto this thing. Yeah. Um, and that's good. You have and, to know you have back that. And, forth. <laughs> and so, some people don't. Yeah. And if Go you, with those people. <laughs> and, and know what your comfort zone is and what you like to do. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, my husband and I went to New Orleans and went with a big group of people. And we knew that when we went to New Orleans, there were a few things we really wanted to do. Uh, my mm-hmm. husband is an excellent cook, uh, which is one of the reasons I married him and he knows it. <laughs> uh, not, not, not proud of it, but also not ashamed of it. Uh, we wanted to go to a cooking school. And learn more about how to cook that type of food so that we could bring some of that concept back here. And people are like, we are going to the bar. And we're like, we're going to a cooking school. That sounds fun. It was very fun. It was one of our favorite memories on that vacation. And where, you know, you don't have to follow what everybody else does. Mm -hmm. And I always say, send away for the manuals, send away for the travel guides. It doesn't seem like much, but a lot of people will still send them to you in the mail. Mm -hmm. And again, it's that, uh, that, that big fix you get when you, when you get it and you're like, Ooh, adrenaline, because you've got that travel guide and you're starting to look through it and circle things you like, and you may not do everything on that list. That's okay. The point mm-hmm. is just to get you excited and relaxing and thinking about what that vacation is going to look like. Yeah. I always like to, to look for things that the locals are doing. So like the fairs and festivals that are going on that weekend. Love that. that. I love doing those things. Those are fun. Um, our favorite question to ask people when we check into wherever we're staying is mm-hmm. because those people that work there are local. Mm-hmm. We're like, we want to eat somewhere the tourists don't eat. When you get a night off and you have your family, where do you like to eat? And they will tell you, they will tell you uh, tenfold. And it's usually looking like a place that should not be serving food. Mm-hmm. And you walk in. But that's where you go to at home too, isn't it? That's right. And that's <laughs> where you go. And that's always the best food. Yeah. Now, actually, so you don't know this, but my superpower Oh. picking restaurants on vacation. Really? Yeah. I usually get one that's meh, but the rest of my vacation dinners are always amazing. Any clues for the rest of us humble people who don't have that skill? So so this is where I get a little OCD. I, t- I take Google reviews okay. and I take Yelp reviews and then I take the menu mm. and just basically a, a triangle of the three. And Is there an app for that? No. We need to make one. Whoever's then, listening who's really computer savvy, that would be helpful. And like together... 
What about I'm your like, stomach? Does your stomach get to pick a little the bit? The stomach gets to pick a little bit too. I'm like, tonight is Italian night. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, that is, that's really my thing. I love picking restaurants while on vacation. Like that's the one thing that I might end up doing a little bit in advance is like, going, oh, okay. They've got this place. They like that. Yeah. If you're a foodie, yeah. definitely you want to take a look at that. But if food's not like, you're like, yeah, you know, food's not my thing. I'm more like, I want to find cool places to have martinis or I mm-hmm. want to really see if they have a vodka bar. You know, those are those little things along vacation, which, oh, we went to, I don't know, like St. Louis, you know, mm-hmm. I can say that because we're here, right? Oh, we went to St. Louis. And you're like, oh, what'd you do? Oh my gosh. We found three different places, vodka distilleries and we oh, went yeah. on tours and we got, you know, bottle, take home bottles. You know, if, if you're a huge martini fan, that's like winner, winner, time. chicken dinner, right? Yeah. And if you ever come to St. Louis, let us know. We will, we will hook you up some, some great restaurants Absolutely. on both ask sides us, of the river. Ask us for suggestions. And I you know if you're, and if you're buying, you, we'll we, come. Might be, we might even come and, and introduce ourselves. We also and, know some good wine places, as it turns out. <laughs> conveniently, we do, because uh, we love our wine. And this has been a great one-on-one. I hope that this has got you excited and thinking about vacation. Yay. I know I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go, too. But first, I'm going to finish this glass of wine. wine. Cheers. Cheers. And thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.